0: Welcome to Valtteri Podcast, a podcast that is meant to be about Formula One, but actually isn't really about Formula One. We are in an alternate reality that's exactly the same as ours, but with one exception. A regulation change means that this Formula One season, a different wildcard team is added to every race on the calendar. This team is fully expected to finish last each week, and therefore does not have to abide by any of the rules laid out for other teams and has also provided for infinite funding. Each episode, we will meet the CEO of the team entering the upcoming race to understand how they've set up their team and how they've prepared for this one-off occasion. Interviewing them shall be your podcast host, Tim Borge, who is also the owner of this voice. Hello! For the season finale here at Abu Dhabi, We're joined by the leader of Stormageddon, Ali Storm.
1: Who knows what I'm going to say? It's unpredictable. Just just like
0: my preparation for this. You have just promised me you'd say unpredictable things. Yeah. Um, And like for the listener as well, this is something I wouldn't have been able to predict. Behind Ali is a water bottle, one of those San Michel 19 litre ones. But there's like a skull kind of thing as well on it. It's a
1: Mexican candy skull, you know, from the Day of the Dead. Because if you don't drink water, you could die.
0: Uh, Yes, that's a good reminder, actually. And that reminds me. But also,
1: I'm very adverse to drinking water because uh, it, it doesn't have taste. I don't do things unless they have a significant pleasurable feeling to me and water is just tastes like static electricity
0: that's why you've come on this podcast
1: that, yeah th- you know what that's that's a lie. water doesn't taste like static electricity because electricity can sometimes be pleasurable as well depending on which part of the body you uh, apply it to so water tastes more like um uh i don't know reading the labor party's manifesto it's like
0: you yeah, should check it out
1: it. it has some promise, but also, fuck that shit.
0: Yeah. But if you compare it to the Labour Party manifesto, it kind of implies that you do need to consume about two litres of Labour Party manifesto a day. Pretty much. And, well, you know, they're in government, so I guess that's by default we're doing that. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Um, not now, though. Right, right now we're, we're recording a podcast, Ali. Um, welcome, actually, to... Valtry podcast, Ali Storm.
1: Thank you for having me, Tim Borge.
0: You're, you're welcome, Ali Storm. Ali Storm, I'm going to keep saying it. It, it. it is so fun to say. It's uh, fun to say. It's very fun to say. It's a good choice. Why you? Well done. Do you know why I've called the podcast Valtre podcast?
1: Uh, after v- Valtre Bottas. Very good. Very
0: good. The man has knowledge of wheel. I do. Can we rate that as as a, as a Pun out of 10 because podcast sounds a bit like oh, Bottas
1: Valtteri Pod. Ah, okay. Bottas Podcast Valtteri Pod. Yeah, uh, I'll give it. Gonna, I'm gonna give it a six. It's got legs, but not it hasn't fully got wheels.
0: Unlike it, all the other vehicles that have featured on this, six is generous. Thank yeah, you.
1: As, a, as a pun, in terms of race relating. It it qualifies, but it doesn't get pole position. That's
0: a good analogy, actually. It makes it to third round of qualifying. But that's yeah. it. It's always See? up there.
1: I know some will. I actually saw Paolo race on in the background, the replay. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I was watching it this morning just to be like, "What is the current state of affairs?" Because as you know, Tim, you you said to me, "This is what the podcast is about." go check out Dan's thing. That's Dan Schwererb for the listeners at home. Um, and I realized either. that one, Dan and I are quite similar in our mindsets, but also I could be easily influenced by anybody's choices. Um, so I decided to come into this completely unabashed and unprepared.
0: What has the research you've done from watching led you to conclude? Somebody needs to stop Verstappen.
1: As great as he is, In my eyes, from the racing heydays of the past, he has uh, no class about him. He's a good racer. I'm not sure if I would say he's a gentleman.
0: This seems like to be a general impression around guests I've had on here. And yet, to me, I just love his sense of humor. Anytime, Oh, his humor's great. Love him. And apparently his dad was a cat as well, so that doesn't help. It makes a lot of sense. Now, Ali... As you know, um, you've come into this race here at Abu Dhabi. You have no rules holding you back as to what you could do with your team. No technical rules at all. Um, In fact, you can do whatever the hell you like. Um, I would like to start hearing a bit about the team that you have here today. First question I have is, what is the name of your team? Well,
1: the team name, being that I'm a massive narcissist, is named after me. Is is Stormageddon. Oh, good. It's Stormageddon because the, the the storm is the final thing you will experience
0: in life, or like um on Sunday, the twenty sixth of November, day of the race. Both. Why not both? Why not both. Yeah. Is, it, is is that the day the world ends?
1: It, it, who knows? With the way things are at the moment, who knows what may happen in. Abu Dhabi, we may race to the finale of the world. Once we hit, no, like back to the future, you hit 88 miles per hour, you got back into the past. Formula One in the deserts of Abu Dhabi, if you hit 267 miles per hour, boom. It's the first horn of the apocalypse.
0: Big, big amount. Um, And yet, you've already like been very specific with that number there, 267, which makes it sound like you plan on reaching that very specific amount like lap forty three or some shit.
1: Like has it has it been achieved yet that sort of number? I know Formula One cars drive at higher numbers than regular cars, but has two sixty seven been
0: hit? The annoying thing is I'm a kilometers guy, so I'm having to convert this. Oh um, and I suspect much higher.
1: No.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it feels over four hundred, so I think it's a no. They tend to be in the three hundred. And yeah. Uh, yeah it's, here we are attempting to cause essentially something that will really turn heads
1: absolutely absolutely I'm gonna, i want i want to shift the paradigm back to the original universe we were in before they switched on the large hadron collider because whatever happened from then it's been crazy it's been chaos and maybe maybe that will be the impetus that may, awakens Michael Schumacher from his vegetative state.
0: Ah, that, that, that's intriguing that you mentioned
1: that. The, uh, Yeah, in race terms, I'm trying to herald the second coming of Schumacher.
0: Good. Now, intriguing, you also mentioned the Large Hadron Collider, because um, one week ago in the Las Vegas race, Paige Pizanza had the Large Hadron Collider as one of her vehicles. So, I wonder if the two of you are in cahoots attempting to bring back uh, Michael Schumacher
1: hoots, I would not say so I would rather say I'm trying to stop the Large Hadron Collider, bring Schumacher back, stop the collider, remember Schumacher's accident happened in Switzerland
0: it did, yes that's a good so
1: point. I think the Hadron Collider's gravitational forces threw him off course while skiing, remember this. This this is a man who controlled Racing vehicles in their hundreds of kilometers an hour. Are you saying that just on the mountain that people, kids ski all the time and Schumacher had an accident? It was, like, oh, it was that Hadron Collider's gravity
0: yeah. threw Schumacher I, off balance. I think from this we can conclude that Paige Pizzanza hates Michael Schumacher. Absolutely. Of course. You will presumably have a vehicle or multiple vehicles, whatever it is you choose. Uh, what is the vehicle you've opted for
1: whilst whilst looking at vehicles obviously this whole universal theory i'm talking about we're in different universes now um i've looked at vehicles trans-dimensional vehicles high-speed vehicles i've gone for a hybrid of traditional formula one vehicle but modified it so instead of the front uh it's not is the the front nose mustache as I call it.
0: That's the, the a better mustache. name than they actually have. What is the actual name? Front wing, but well, I think front nose mustache is way no. better.
1: front front the the mustache.
0: Let's call it the mustache of the Formula One vehicle.
1: Uh, is normally quite full on. slats, like that Dr. Seuss character who's got that white mustache that just sticks out like that. I can't remember which character it is, but it's a Dr. Seuss character. So I've decided to more put it inwards. You know, you have you ever seen um, some of the fastest land vehicles when they're racing on the Utah salt flats, achieving land speed records? They don't mm-hmm. have flat moustaches to, you know, get the wind to stop. They're so streamlined and aerodynamic. So I've taken the wing, because I know it's necessary for the downfalls at the front, but I've also inverted it inwards. so. You get the downforce hitting on the, pushing it down still by using the horizontal plane of the moustache, but also it's much more
0: streamlined, so it's like, boom, pushing through the wing. This is surprisingly technical. Yeah. Um, that, that's not the case of, oh, I didn't think you were smart, it's just, I didn't think you'd go this direction.
1: No, no, we must, huh?
0: This is the first time they've let me take
1: part in one of these races, and we want to show what we're about. Um, you know, we're racing here in Abu Dhabi, the ancestral home of my people is not, but we'll go with that. You know, I'm, I'm akin to I'm, a, I'm akin to the sand people. For the audience at home, I'm wearing one of these traditional Afghan types of pashmino scarves, and it's a desert tan colour, just because I wanted to go with the theme so I can be camouflaged while I watch the race.
0: Yeah, I guess for the listener I should I forgot to tell Ali it's not a video format so. Yeah. He's gone quite heavy on the clothing preparation. It is. did. it's, it's incredible did. to witness.
1: It it gets me into the focus, into the zone. I'm right there in Abu Dhabi right now preparing mentally for this race to come. But yeah, that's the platform. We're going to show the world, you know who we are you yeah. misunderestimated us sound people Well, we will come back in larger numbers <laughs> which will be great for the harmonies
0: yes 100%, 100% would be great for the harmonies are are you those sandals i can see you wearing you're going to be like selling them as merch while you're there
1: uh yeah we're we're, we're going to sign those afterwards and we're going to throw them at uh, a politician and then afterwards we'll take that and uh we'll we'll sell it. You know, it's going to have added value, hopefully, if it, it hits. maybe cuts an eyebrow, of the politician gets a speck of blood on there, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I like this uh, non-descript politician as of yet. It's like, we'll make our minds up.
1: We don't know which one. It depends who says the most outlandish thing and when we're present. We're just, time to throw the shoot!
0: That sounds like a legitimate method, actually. It's thoughtful. It's so, it's going to be inverted with the front nose moustache going inwards yeah any other modifications you'll be making to the standard kind of formula one or
1: yeah well one thing it's going to have is the driver is able to at any point in akin to wacky races between the the floor and where the driver sits there's going to be like a round sort of cutout and in that cutout it's it's, well it's not cut out there's a mechanism installed uh instead of pressing a button the driver just lifts his uh, foot, well, his braking foot, kicks down, and is a spring loaded inside. And it causes the car to jump over. So just in case there's like a pile-up accident happening, he can essentially vault over the accident.
0: Ah. Now, would that vault the driver only or the vehicle as well?
1: The vehicle. If the entire vehicle pops up, spring goes just like... Whoop!
0: Like a kangaroo. In general, I think that's a great idea. Um, I always do wonder with this kind of stuff, given the lappy nature of having to yeah. do the same lap over and over again, if, let's say, you're like at the far end of a corner, how well it would work. I We've thought frust- about that. Yeah.
1: We've thought about that. My engineer is, is, is the key to all of this. Because even though we have that, that's like an early surprise. That people are going to be like, yo, whoa, look at that feature. But how, what happens on the corners when they go in at speed, it happens on the corner. It's actually just going to phase like out of space and time and then back into space and time on the other side.
0: 267 miles an hour.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to hit that straight. 267 miles an hour. Essentially, essentially, the Tardis, TARDIS system is... Is part of the subtrain of the engine. We replace the camshaft with a TARDIS.
0: I'm buying into that. It, I, I'm trying to visualise it. This is the problem. Um, so there, there's a TARDIS somewhere uh, in there, and there's the inverted moustache. And I'm sure if I could see things better in my head, this would be a delight.
1: You know what? I can draw it for you, and then maybe we can post this online for the fans at home. I'm going to draw you, yeah, essentially in whatever terrible drawing I have.
0: It's become an art podcast somehow. Like I can't actually see the art yet, but this is going to be a delightful surprise for me. I I am just witnessing Ali's uh, side profile, which in itself is marvelous.
1: I thank you so much. No. We're also going to put, you know, like you have the halo system yeah. that we currently have in Formula One, and we're just going to replace that with a, um, like a bulletproof perspex dome instead, because the halo is great, but like let's add that added protection.
0: Yeah, um, is it also sandal proof? It is
1: going to be sandal proof.
0: Good. It's going
1: to be sandal proof. Uh, I don't know if it will be able to withstand. Uh, the, a back heel kick from a camel. We've not quite tested that yet. The pen run out, so we've got to stop. But the front that's bit good. looks like like that. This is like the front nose, and then they invert inwards to push back to create more. So you still got the downforce, but.
0: Phoom, sleep. Mm, yeah, that's a good descriptive word. is so the word using. I
1: like to describe because um, that's the sound it makes.
0: Phoom. Yeah it's a good descriptive word that i feel is very underutilized in the general um mm-hmm. world
1: they literally spelt formula one when they were like what shall we call this race what sound does the car make froom. so it's called formula one you see
0: yeah at least in my uh, head I,
1: that's what it sounds like
0: yeah I, I think someone probably mispronounced wheel at some point because like "foom wheel one yeah nice Someone was just really hungry and thought they said meal. So maybe this is um verging on becoming a conspiracy podcast.
1: Everything is a conspiracy podcast if you look deep enough, and that's uh, a conspiracy in itself.
0: It is, yes. W- which I, I need to like get my way out of now because ah, uh, I mean, back to the it's races. yeah, it's 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 already annoying. I've been forced to wear a tinfoil hat on this for some reason. It, it's a bet I lost. So yes, well, I insisted. Back to the vehicle, Um, you said it's going to be like slightly modified, of course, but is the powering going to be the same or you're still going to be like powering with a standard Formula One kind of engine? We are
1: using the engine from the Millennium
0: Falcon. Now, what inspired you to go for that? Well, you know,
1: it was my drivers. So both vehicles are essentially very similar to each other, uh, only a few slight modifications. Between them, driver one is Han Solo, um, because the way he can maneuver the Millennium Falcon, which, in my eyes, as much as many people say is is the best and fastest vehicle in Star Wars, it's a it's just got a weird weird shape to it. So if he can fly that as well as he can, uh, and create, you know, he, he did the Kessel Run in in twelve parsecs. Yeah,
0: yeah, all right. Um, so you've also hinted there there could be differences between the vehicles
1: the other driver is vin diesel
0: ah yes of course
1: of course when we look at the best of the human drivers it is vin diesel and uh vin insisted on you know having uh the capability of of rocket launchers um as well as he did not want the tardis drive engine camshaft replacement um Mm. Because according to Vin, and I, I, you can quote me as misquoting Vin Diesel on this, you don't need transdimensional dimensional uh, physics when you have family. <laughs> so we replaced that. And um, yeah, apparently Vin can bend the laws of physics himself using the power of family.
0: Have you replaced the Toyota system in the car with his family?
1: Uh it essentially uh, we replaced it with the ashes of Paul Walker.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to recover from this.
1: Just the silence there for
0: the Oh the silence gets edited out, but just not Paul Walker. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we've done um
1: at Vin's behest. Um and then to increase his natural anger. Um, you know, uh, we stuck a picture of Dwayne Johnson ah. on the inside of Vin's visor, so he's constantly at a like an eight point two rage level.
0: That's clever using rage to power them.
1: Yeah, so... that is the fuel that we use to power Vin's car. It is rage and Corona. That's the Here? beer, not the virus. Yeah,
0: yeah, good, uh, good, yeah. Ooh okay yeah drivers do tend to have like drinks of course like to keep themselves hydrated so from that, I can guess vin will have corona being fed to him yeah as han solo
1: han solo now he his his drink of choice he he said it was corellian uh, whiskey um a little bit hard for us to to get that um so we we're, we're just going to give him chai tea Rin performs efficiently on Rage, um, whereas um, Han Solo, you know, he's he's more cool, slick. He's a calculated, cool space cucumber. And um, <laughs> yes. uh, so, so Chai so comes us We drink it all day here in the desert. And, uh, you know, he can drink that, chill with us in the desert. And uh, it's almost like Tatooine here. So he'd be perfect. Anakin Skywalker would have been the perfect one, but essentially we said we needed two drivers. So let's go for both sides of Anakin's personality. Vin represents Mm -hmm. Anakin's rage, and Han Solo represents his calm desert demeanor.
0: All right, yeah, very contrasting, I guess, personalities and consequently strategies. I should say, you, you can go for more drivers. We've had people go for more. So if Anakin Skywalker doesn't have like a scheduling conflict of sorts. He's the team coach. I see, I see.
1: Yeah, well, we, we wanted to have him as the main driver. Um, but as 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 much as you say with the wild card, there aren't any rules. Um, you know me, I like to break rules. So we have to set ourselves some rules. Um, and one of the rules that we didn't want to break was that the the driver can't be uh, more machine than human. Just for fairness, you know, it needs to be a human behind the wheel of the machine. Yeah. That way we can have unmitigated chaos, possibly, without people saying it was all, you know, AI.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a good 50 plus one rule to have with the like human component. Plus, I don't trust machines fully,
1: so don't tell Anakin I said that.
0: It's alright. Secret safe with me. Um, I'm not sure the secret safe with the um, water bottle behind you. I don't trust that.
1: That water bottle is actually part Sith. Is it? And Sith are known for keeping their secrets
0: well, yeah. Okay. The more you know, who wouldn't have guessed it? They always say don't judge a water bottle by its cover.
1: Okay. Now around. you know.
0: Yeah. We've already got some information about the staff. We'll get into that a bit more later uh, in terms of what qualities perhaps were the motivating factors behind you hiring these people? Uh Let's get back a bit to the vehicles themselves, design wise. Is there like a specific color scheme, a livery of sort of sorts? That yeah, you are I'm going a big
1: fan of black as being like a base color, and mm-hmm. of which of that colors pop because we want it to be like black, like like the night sky of the desert.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh And when you when you if you've ever tried. Traveled to the deserts at night. It's hard to see anything. Um, but the moonlight does it well. And if there's anything bright there, it'll spike off it. So we went for the black of the desert. So it's kind of like a midnight blue, essentially, not mm-hmm. fully black. Um, off that we have red trim. Anakin was very specific on there being red uh and not blue. And then we've got lightning bolts, obviously, me being storm. Yeah. Um a Sith Lord being uh, our team coach, Lightning was uh, always the case.
0: Okay. What? Well, um. Golden Lightning. Yes, yeah, Golden. Golden Lightning.
1: Golden like the the sands of Abu Dhabi.
0: Ah, right. Integrating yourself into exactly, exactly. What about logo for the team?
1: The logo is essentially try to encompass something that represents all of us um so you've got vin diesel you've got Han solo and skywalker's team coach i haven't yet mentioned who our engineer was but i might as well uh we had two engineers uh, it was albert einstein and um uh, matt smith
0: uh former dr matt smith
1: yeah we couldn't actually get the actual uh, doctor, Doctor Who himself. He was busy saving some planet in some other time. So we got Matt Smith, who keeps insisting he hasn't actually met the Doctor, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But, um, we told Matt not to say that on camera, otherwise we're gonna cut his wife's tongue out.
0: Yeah, okay. I think he'll get the threat there. Is, is yeah, Smith yeah. He's, and, and you know what?
1: You You find with a little bit of motivation, humans can achieve anything. So... Sometimes we didn't commit the violence, but the threat of violence made Matt go, Oh, you know what? I do know quantum physics.
0: Back to the logo, because of course we now know like the main people involved in the team. So I guess um, we know who the logo is centered around.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, uh, um, with Anakin yeah, being a Jedi, uh, it was essentially have like a lightsaber sort of design. Matt Smith, representing the Doctor. Uh, for him, we had like Gallifreyan letters, which are all obviously circles. And we've got Vin Diesel, who obviously family is everything. So family is eternal, is what he says. So a, an eternal shape. Uh, and then we have Han Solo, whose name sounds very similar, like hand. So we put a hand uh, holding this sword that we sort of created of a lightsaber with two circles at the base, and then a hand holding
0: it. It does feel like a familiar shape, actually. Weirdly, I think I've seen yeah. it somewhere before. Yeah. For for the, for the listener again, we can describe it as like a, a sword, and as you say, a vertical mostly, sword. Vertical at sword. the base
1: of the sword are two circles. One to represent yeah. uh, family and eternity for Indies, and one to represent you know uh, time and space and eternity. And then and then gripping that to support. The whole team together is our prime driver, hand solo, whose name sounds like hand. So the hand is holding the sword, and lightning is coming out the top of it because I'm on top of the team. You see, so I, this yeah, might
0: be the most creative I have ever heard of saying. Ah, yeah, the logo is basically someone whacking. It's, it's basically
1: it's, it's a hand solo, somebody having a hand solo. Wonderful.
0: One one that that's good work. That, I'll give that I think an eight point seven. Thank you. That's very good work. A, a beautiful logo, I have to say. I, I'm going to assume it will just be exactly as circumcised. You do it.
1: Yes, it is circumcised.
0: That too. Yes, that too. Yes. As, as it should be, you know. And true In, Islamic fashion. Otherwise, it just you know not realistic enough. You know, there's it's no. also like too technical. I think if it's not if it is. Not circumcised. Exactly. Like you need to be very specific. You get get sand inside it.
1: Mm. Yeah, nobody wants sand in that. It's it's coarse and it gets everywhere.
0: Uh, Nobody wants sand. I agree. I hate Um, sand. I I used to like it as a child. Sandy beaches. Yeah. Not for me. Stay away from the water. I don't trust it. Aceless.
1: Water. There's another thought. They should have a Formula One race on the water. Like mid-season, they should just swap to jet boats and have a water-based race. Same drivers. Same drivers. Only one week of practice using um, high-speed water boats and see what happens.
0: I will absolutely be mailing the suggestion to the FIA, especially because in the Qatar race this season, the team called Gay Ferrari did travel via their own vehicles all the way from Ireland to Qatar, or their vehicle was capable of turning into a boat. So I think we've got some... Interesting. Like, yeah. We've a had some hybrid good race could be even better. Yes, And OP could be even better. But this is the thing. like This podcast has brought about some incre- incredible technological advances, and I think the FIA are just holding the sport back these days. Like you need to listen to this.
1: I think I think the biggest thing holding the sport back and we really need to all come together as an organization, all all the racing parties come together
0: and we shouldn't be really coming together.
1: Think about whether we should do away with um actual physics and then we can do so much. Yeah.
0: That's
1: I, the biggest to... thing holding us back. The yes. FIA and physics.
0: And physics. Physics always held people back. Although I should say I don't think we should come together because that that's going to drown the world in semen.
1: Yeah, potentially,
0: yeah. Or we
1: could keep physics and do away with sportsmanship. Uh, And we could incidentally, like, you know how much we all love Rome? We all think about the Roman Empire so often. How many Um, times a day for you? Exactly. And sports in the Roman Empire always involved um, less accidental death and more the hope for death. So, like, yeah. And that way we could always like we wouldn't have the same drivers every year and same changes. It would be like, okay, midway through the season, this driver's being replaced because uh, you know, his Halo system failed him.
0: The Red Bull model.
1: The Red Replacing. Bull model.
0: Yeah. I, I I do feel that some of the drivers these days are of gladiator instincts. Like I think Char- Charles Leclerc can be a good gladiator. Oh Leclerc. Oh Leclerc a sexy man who pushes cars to the limit, he would be a good gladiator. He would be a good gladiator. Also, as you brought this up, I do have to ask, how how many times do you think about the Roman Empire every day?
1: Oh, a a couple. I definitely do. I didn't realize how much I did until recently, when in fact it was Paige Pazanza herself who talked about the trend on the internet of the fact that men think about the Roman Empire on a daily basis a lot. And I was like, Oh my god, I do, but only since then have I realised that I catch myself thinking, yeah, or about the Roman or the Greek or the Egyptian empires.
0: Yeah, I never consciously like used to like realise whether I did or not, but now I'm catching myself doing it as well. Like it's not that many times a day. I I think maybe like three a week it happens. Exactly, but nonetheless, it's. Another thing to worry about now. I'm having to like keep stats about this.
1: I realize I think about the Roman Empire more than I masturbate. So same,
0: we're at that stage. Yeah, uh, I think that's like our our general um, ballpark of age doing that as well. It might be. We're not teens anymore, Storm.
1: I know we're not teens, So now we have to think about the bigger things in life, such as you know. Empires fall so quickly, an average yeah. of two hundred years, but the Roman Empire, and that lasted for a while yeah
0: now i uh, we should probably as well start to think about the Mongolian Empire you know? It's like the spread on that
1: it spread, it spread, but you know what i I, I do think about like how effective Genghis Khan's expansion of the Mongolian Empire was. But how quickly it downfall as well.
0: Yeah. Is it really yeah resource really spread isn't
1: ideal. His son's on board to continue his empire. It was just one dude. And everyone's like, we're going to follow this dude. And that dude's gone. All right, we're going on then. But at the same time, they went and destroyed the library of uh, Alexandria. No, was that them? No, they, it was Baghdad. We can rewrite
0: history for the sake of this, if need be.
1: They got rid of some good knowledge. Obviously, yeah. the golden age of Islam was ended by the Mongolian push into Baghdad, yep. which is, you know, we, we, were, we had alchemy, chemistry, astrology, and all these things. I'm just wondering what else we could have by now. Maybe we would have, like, discovered technology much sooner. Maybe we would have harnessed the power of the desert, Maybe we would be having Formula 1 on camels.
0: Yeah, we've gotten close to that as well. In Brazil, weirdly. But I suspect maybe Genghis Khan would have benefited quite heavily from a a team of Albert Einstein and Matt Smith.
1: you know what? That's exactly what he would have needed. I'm now disappointed in Matt Smith. Can somebody um, please punish Matt Smith's family a little bit just to remind him that I'm a bit disappointed in him. Thank you. Uh, I'm disappointed in him. Sorry, that was just a note to my team yeah. off the scenes to tell him what to do. I'm disappointed in Matt Smith for not having now a episode where he visited the Genghis Khan era.
0: On that note, I think, because I am quite pulled by the scenes I'm seeing of like what's happening to Matt Smith's family. I need a bit of recovery time. I'm going to like go hydrate for a bit. We'll come back after the break. We'll keep talking about Ali's team after that.
1: We're gonna be a great team, yeah, yeah. let's let let people go away and forget that I might be torturing Matt Smith
0: and well, kind of broken the format there a bit. We know pretty much everyone in the staff, uh, I love with you shitting myself about what I'm <laughs> um, bring up in the second half because well, that's all the format points gone. I'm going to have to think on my feet. Ah uh, if you've enjoyed this episode so far, please follow Ali on social media. He's. AliStorm21 on Instagram. And he's also on TikTok, a.storms.journey. Fantastic comedian. Really good at thinking on his feet, as you can tell. Like, He's generally pretty much completely improvised from Ali. And his comedy is generally equally unhinged. But always a pleasure to watch his stuff and always a treat in some way. Of course, follow us at Valtteri Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll just leave it at that. And go back to the episode to hear a bit more about Stormageddon. Welcome back to Valtteri Podcast. Here at the Formula One season finale in Abu Dhabi, where we're joined by Ali Storm, leader of Stormageddon. The torture is finished, I think, or is it? Or are they just on a break from that?
1: Um, the way you introduced me there, Ali Storm um leader of Stormageddon here in Abu Dhabi and that I'm torturing somebody. I feel like all those words as separate sentences wouldn't sound so bad. But altogether, I'm like, now I know why you waited till the end of the season to invite me to to Abu Dhabi. Because I feel like I feel, I feel like the FIA was like, we can't have Ami at any other race other than Abu Dhabi. One, because it's like home to him, so let's see what home elements he brings. But two, let's not have him around white folk.
0: It's the FIA's fault. I am, the FIA. but, I am but a mere journalist, a humble, humble journalist. Okay, okay,
1: well, okay, we won't blame you. We'll blame the FIA, as we all like to. We all like to blame the FIA for their many shortcomings. But yes, here we are at Abu Dhabi preparing for the final race of the season. Uh, thank you for having me on board, Tim Borge. Yes, let's continue
0: Yes, let's and let's hope Matt's bit myth is fine. Um, one of the things we haven't addressed thus far is uh, head safety, of course, crucial element in general. We already know to some extent that the halo system will be upgraded by their exactly proof respects dome. Um, will they still need to have helmets on?
1: No, no, they won't need helmets at all. In fact, instead of helmets, they will wear like the traditional Arab headwear, you know, those. Those red scarves, which are held on with, with the little black things, because, you know, it will keep them nice and cool. It'll protect their head from the direct light of the sun, because we did realize that although the Perspex domes do protect them better, they also refract the sun's intense gaze.
0: Yes. To, so, it's, it's,
1: it's like a greenhouse in there.
0: Mm-hmm. So, well, or is there going to be like some like factor 50 being? Sprayed in throughout
1: uh there is we're gonna we're gonna have to work on a cooling system or to get rid of the dome um which i don't want to the dome was one of my things that i decided would be better needed just because i feel like if we do use that kick plate that with where the spring helps the car launch over which again now as you can tell now that you know our drivers, that was definitely one of um, Vin Diesel's ideas. Yeah. Um, he wanted something cool to get around it, whereas Matt Smith was like, "We could just, you know, space time shift through it," um, which was, it was great. See, like Matt's, Matt's really starting to think like a time lord now, and he's he's doing some some good maths. I think.
0: It's a solid I don't way know. Way. I can't
1: verify it. Al- Albert Einstein keeps saying we shouldn't which is why we split them up. You'd think we would have had the actor driver, Vin Diesel, pair up with Matt Smith, the actor who played the Time Lord, but oh, okay. because we wanted to be like, okay, actually, the TARDIS engine is going to be put into Han Solo's car. He's from space. Matt Smith played the space Man. That's why we paired them together. And we put yeah. Albert Einstein with Vin Diesel, um, which is actually going a lot better than you think it is. Because because Vin says, I don't need physics. Ah, i got family. I'm going to work around it. This is what I want to achieve. And, and Albert Einstein actually manages to find a way to make it work within the realm of actual physics.
0: Interesting. So there previously used to be like some kind of inner conflicts within the team
1: so much but that's why we separate so that's why instead of having the engineers work on both design elements for the cars the head engineers we split them up entirely the cars look kind of the same on the outside but inside they work completely differently
0: okay um i i enjoy to be honest the difference the fact that it will work differently, because it's a good data collection exercise as Absolutely. well. Like we'll know what works better, and eventually, I guess we'll know who might have a future in the sport,
1: and who's going to get beheaded?
0: Perhaps as well., yeah,
1: that is liner. in the contracts of our team. if you don't
0: have success, um, you know, annoying thing to have in paragraph four,
1: you know, but... we spoke about Rome. When in Rome, well, this is when in Arabia.
0: What else is on there? What what else is on their contract? They'll
1: be paid exclusively in uh, olives, dates and carpets.
0: Oh, That is actually lovely. Yeah, yeah.
1: We were trying to work on originally a design to fit with our team theme that would be essentially just a flying carpet but it wasn't quite efficient um carpets you know they're only like an inch or two thick Uh at max there's not much room in there um if we'd got the original the actual doctor who we think he might have been able to make it work because you know bigger on the inside so he could have made that work but but Matt Smith still hasn't figured out the math for that technology so the carpet was out we just stuck with the car
0: it feels like the carpet would have been a very good um, thing to have up your sleeve if the race is under safety car right what are they going to do then? you can't tell me stay behind uh, Red Aston Martin No. no we've just gone straight over him yeah lap everyone 17 times something uh it's a shame that's not involved but i do still look forward to seeing what your vehicle will bring now of course we have already started saying a bit about the staff so your team principal is anakin skywalker yes yes now was there any specific inspiration uh, behind bringing anakin skywalker and what leadership qualities can he bring to the team
1: I've known Anakin for a while.
0: Um,
1: primary school. Yeah, yeah. a long, long time uh, ago, we met in um, a galaxy far, far away. Uh, at, as you said, uh, primary school, I saw his skills as a podcast racer and they were so good. You know, him as a podcast racer, I need the Anakin back. So I decided to reach out and get in touch with him. Uh, now, I... We needed a good catch-up. I didn't realize where he was at this stage in his life now. I thought he'd been uh, an intergalactic number one podcast racer. Um, I didn't know he went on to become uh, a Jedi and then a mass murderer of Jedi and and then the Supreme second-in-command to the entire Empire. Which is an he amazing in achievement. Himself. I was yeah. like, wow, look at you. It's like me. I'm like 52nd in line to the throne of Abu Dhabi. You went from sand dwelling podcast kid, pod, sorry, pod racer kid. Um, he'd be great on a podcast, you know, pod racer. I, I'm,
0: en- I, I'm enjoying the use of podcast racer, in fact.
1: Yeah, podcast racer. And he went to become the second in charge of the empire. So I was like, Anakin, you have such great experience running the Empire for an overlord that doesn't seem to do much other than bark orders at you. Would you like to come and do that for me, for my racing team?
0: Oh, yeah, actually, that, well done. That's really good scouting, I dare say. Yeah. You figured that the dynamics would be similar. Absolutely. And I think you've absolutely he, nailed he, that. He's,
1: and he's now at the point in his life as well. Where he's willing to do the tough things that other people aren't to get the job done.
0: Right. Who else but Anakin could have killed the
1: kids in the Jedi Temple?
0: But what tough things are we talking in this scenario?
1: I think some things must remain classified.
0: Okay, gotcha. But essentially,
1: essentially, he is the one torturing Matt Smith and his family. Yeah, figured.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll keep keep other things classified in case... um... Other teams get any idea? Exactly,
1: exactly. We don't want to let the other teams know.
0: Yeah, can't really let Toto Wolf onto this because double it up. He'll ask you to print out record recordings or, or shit.
1: We let too many things out, but maybe Bernie Eccleston will put in some rules against the the wild card teams.
0: That that would be problematic. Cause like, what are we gonna do in 2024 then? Oh you've mentioned of course your engineers is there also a pit crew of some kind
1: uh, yeah we are going to have a pit crew obviously again the pit crew varies from between the two cars cuz we can't just have one generic pit crew that does both cars cuz they work in such such different ways so obviously for vindy's or now but einstein being his engineer uh, we've picked up some some great, efficient pit crews. Uh, Jason Statham, uh, he's part of Vin Diesel's pit crew. We've got the kid who was the driver in Baby Driver. I just call him Baby, because I, I'm not gonna bother to learn his name, because if he fails me, we know what happens.
0: You don't need to get attached to him.
1: I, I don't like attachments, essentially. To round off that crew, uh, we have the Umpa Loompas. Oh, They're efficient God. markers.
0: And I think they're very like reward-based people, aren't they? Yeah. Well? So fear will be a, motiva- a motivator.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then on car number one, which is Han Solo's car, which was engineered uh, by Matt Smith, uh, just to throw in added elements of chaos, people said to me, I need people that have worked on technology. I said, no, I need a team who works well together. And the most famous of teams whose bond goes beyond anything uh, would be the Fellowship from the Fellowship of the Rings.
0: Uh, When you said the team whose bond goes beyond anything, I just assumed you meant the Jamaican bobsled team from Cool Runnings.
1: That would have been uh, probably better because they've dealt with racing.
0: Oh, yeah, they have.
1: No, I think the Fellowship is probably their best way for it. More suited to Um, the scenario. You know, Four hobbits, four wheels.
0: They're at the yep. right height to quickly change those wheels. Yes, and they're experts at using jacks as well. Absolutely, sure. like they're just like boom, boom, boom.
1: Hobbits, hobbit, hobbits on the wheel change. Gandalf four four at the front, making sure the car does not pass before it's time to. We've yeah, thought it through.
0: Been, are there going to be like any specific training techniques that are used to train up um, the? specific pitch crews to get
1: them faster um we have given them a supplementary it's a new compound which is essentially um it's a mixture of things but you could just call it um space crack so so the hobbits are on space crack
0: can you disclose the ingredients of space crack
1: yes it is a combination of the first batch of cocaine produced by Pablo Escobar. Coffee beans that were eaten by Jabba the Hutt. Okay. Traveled through his heart digestive system. And then picked out from his... Because as we know, uh, Hutt's can't actually digest things. Yeah. Um, everybody thinks they're fat because they eat a lot. Um, it's, it's a thyroid problem. Oh, okay. Um, and but it... they can't actually digest things. Um, coffee beans being one of them so he shits out the coffee beans then Grogu picks out the coffee beans imbues them with the force those are then ground together with Pablo Escobar's cocaine um, and in in a pot like you would make crack I jizz into the pot and we imbue them all together um, but it's specifically you have to be wearing the one ring whilst you make Space Crack. So, yeah, Sauron is our uh, Heisenberg.
0: This sounds like something that should really be like a long weekend tradition. Like when they have those festas on a Monday, like, do this. Take Space Crack. Yeah. Undo be Space Crack. So the drivers, as we've already said, Han Solo, Vin Diesel, partly because they represent different sides of Anakin Skywalker's, Personality, was it Anakin himself who chose these two drivers?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We did say, What about Luke? Uh, you know, he managed to do that maneuver, uh, where he shot that photon laser, whatever it was, into the tiny little hole on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, to which Anakin replied, Fuck that bitch, elephant, yeah, yeah. So we went with Han Solo, you know, one of the best flyers in space uh representing a cool collected side. Um and then we went with Vin Diesel um because he was like, who's the best human driver but also can represent my rage side? And I was like, well that that would be Vin Diesel.
0: Okay. Ah nice to see you actually allowed your input as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good dynamic between the two of you. It seems like the primary school relationship hasn't worn off.
1: No, no, it hasn't worn off. Um, It was a bit tense at first. Uh, You know, he signed up. I said, yes, awesome. I flew him out here. I forgot to tell him how much sand there is in this particular part of the world. Um, Which he reminded me, you know I hate sand. And I was like, I completely forgot. Completely forgot you hate sand. So... We put him at the top of one of the tallest towers in Abu Dhabi, so he's away from all the sound. He's, he's good there.
0: Good, yeah. And uh, I assume, like, sheltered sufficiently. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't fly into his face. Like, yeah. Exactly. Good. Fair play. I think you've managed to, like, maneuver your way out of that potential tense sitch quite well. What's he got in the tower as well to keep him entertained?
1: You know what? You you wouldn't expect this, but Lord Vader is a big fan, a big fan of uh, Dance Dance Revolution Classic Arcade. Is he now? Yeah. He said, you know, the Jedi Temple was so restricting in what they would allow oh. um, that he was like, you know what, this is actually really cool. I want to do this. Although
0: it, some it does moves. make him a
1: little bit sad because he can't truly flex and move uh, the moves as well as he could have done when he had legs.
0: That is a shame. Well, I guess yeah. he can still like bust some moves. You know, he's got other limbs. Yeah,
1: he's, he's, and... he's, he's doing well. He's doing well. We've helped make him some modifications as well to help him dance better.
0: Yeah. And it will definitely keep him entertained. Throughout the practice sessions, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a an, an awful Friday. Now you've mentioned a few times how you have uh, two different vehicles, um, in terms of their makeup. You've also implied that Han Solo is your number one driver potentially. So I'm guessing there's more priority on that side of the team. Yeah, how? How are the strategies going to be differing uh, from Han Solo and Vin Diesel? Will you be using like, Vin Diesel's car, for example, to like, hold up some other um, of your opponents so Han can thrive?
1: See, luckily, even though Han is one of those guys that's like, I work alone, classic, classic Rogue. Vin is all about the family. So Vin, Vin considers winning when the whole team wins. So he doesn't need to come first. Vin's going to use his um, sort of more aggressive, aggressive driving tactics to create a little bit of chaos where necessary. To to he's he's going to get ahead and then sort of play with the other drivers a little bit, and then Han's going to do his manoeuvring. Switch on the Millennium Falcon Lightspeed engine. Enable the TARDIS drive.
0: Yes, the the other Formula One sound.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the start of the theme tune these days, actually. So I'm guessing there will be parts of the race where Vin has to go ahead of Han Solo just to almost, like, open up the field for Han to eventually get through.
1: Yeah, essentially, the the tactic's going to be early laps. Um... We have Vin lead the way. Han sort of dial back. Essentially, as I said, Vin's car is powered on uh rage and corona. That's why it powers him. So we can keep that going a while. Um Han, we went for a bit of the traditional um something traditional, uh, and that's uh oil. Okay. We just went we're just like, We're 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 home in Arabia, Abu Dhabi. Let's just Let's just use good locally made oil.
0: Highly available in the area makes exactly.
1: sense. We'll run exactly, exactly. But because of that, we found compounded with the Millennium Falcon and the TARDIS engine, it gets a while to get the oil to where it needs to be to get ahead. But once, once we get that that notification from the inside the TARDIS herself to say, you know, we're we're at full capacity. It's going to start doing that sound, it's like, you know, the TARDIS sound. Um, That's when we know, and we'll give us the go ahead. Vin will employ a bit of chaos. Maybe the kick engine, maybe the rocket launches. Who knows what Vin's going to do? We never know what Vin's going to do. Vin never knows what Vin's going to do next. And then, and we'll get through maneuverability, get onto that straight, enable that drive, hit the two six seven, and then inshallah, uh, storm again.
0: Yeah, this is way better than the DRS system Formula One have. Yeah, oh, fuck the honest. DRS system. No. Yeah, I I rate this way higher. Um, and it sounds like a decent plan to like get yourself out of any pickles, any trains that could form in there as well. Now, Ali, let's get to like, the final few questions. You'll be starting at the back of the grid for the first yeah, 21st, 22nd. Where do you think your vehicles will end up? I think if
1: everything goes to plan, if we hit the 267, reverse the Hadron Collider, make the second coming of Schumacher, come with the Armageddon, Um, Vin Diesel should come in second maybe first and Han's going to end up somewhere somewhere near Alpha Centauri
0: I'm I'm taking that I'm not sure how to take that is it take that as it gets by so quickly that yeah won't even be registered or DNF
1: I I think it'll be more the situation that and, and I'm talking with you candidly and a bit realistically here um, officially you know Ham's going to win Vin's going to wow. come in second uh, Schumacher presents the trophy because he's woken up again um, but realistically I I do have my doubts that Matt Smith might not have the same knowledge as the doctor even though he's trying to make crazy. you think that I just it's, it's just an inkling it's just an inkling you know but we must hope for the best If if worse comes to worse, you know, Han Solo can survive in space. So,
0: Yeah, actually, a good point. So, at least no deaths in that method. Uh, And as we've said, Ali, the race is at Abu Dhabi. You can be there that weekend if you wish. um, Or you can just just stay home and chill. Um, What will you be getting up to on the race weekend?
1: So, we'll be there. We'll be there for the race. We'll be watching not from the race course, the safety concerns, Uh, um, you know, uh, anything can happen, cars, explosions, races can be big targets for, um, you know, insurgent parties. And I just have the feeling that I should be nowhere near the race course. Um, And so instead, I'm gonna take me and all my VIPs and about a hundred models, we're going to set up a large bedouin tent uh in the desert and we're going to watch from there while taking LSD
0: so saturday afternoon. oh and,
1: and and then and then space crack actually yeah actually uh, yeah, yeah. we'll be taking the space crack
0: that's a bit right actually to be fair uh is that going to be situated close to the tower that anakin's going to be in
1: uh yeah not far at all anakin's tower overlooks directly, he can keep a good eye on the race, and also on me. And when I say keep a good eye, um, remember our spacecraft manufacturer, uh, Sauron? Yeah. Is his tower.
0: Oh, right, of so course. So,
1: will be keeping Sauron's eye on the race.
0: Right, right, right. So, and that's sufficient in truth, yeah. That makes a ton of sense. But that sounds like a, I'd say like a fun weekend. It sounds standard In a way, although the Space Crack.
1: The Space Crack will take it to a new level.
0: Yeah, under B it will. Absolutely. Right, Ali, I wish you luck during this race. I'm going to quickly summarize everything we've gone through. Let's do it. uh, Just so people can get the TLDR of your entire team. Ali Storm, your team is called Stormageddon. Your vehicle is essentially a modified version of an F1 vehicle, where the main modifications are the... Front wing, which we've now labeled the mustache, uh, shall be inverted inwards. Between the floor and the seat, there's a spring load that's activated by the braking foot to vault the entire vehicle, uh, should there be any need, uh, with a TARDIS system for car number one, which is driven by Han Solo, and the edges of Paul Walker for car number two, which is driven by Vin Diesel. The halo is replaced by a bulletproof Perspex dome. Uh, the engine for Han Solo is actually the Millennium Falcon. And, well, Vin Diesel didn't really want to bother with that because, to quote you quoting him, or misquoting him, you don't need transdimensional physics when you have family. Uh, Vin Diesel's visor shall have an image of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and he'll be fed Corona beer throughout, while Han Solo will be fed chai tea. Uh, Your team principal is Anakin Skywalker. Your livery is essentially midnight blue to represent the desert sky. Uh, It's got a red trim and golden lightning bolts. Logo is, let's say, like a lightsaber, uh, Gallifreyan letters, eternal shape, and a hand-holding sword. It's a cock and balls with a hand. Um, So easier to explain like that. It is. It is. Uh, The engineers, Albert Einstein and Matt Smith, former Dr. Matt Smith, uh, no helmets. They'll be replaced by traditional Arab headwear, and there's a cooling system within the Perspex Dome to ensure drivers do not overheat. Pit crew. You have Jason Statham, the driver and baby driver and Oompa Loompas for Vin and Albert's side of things, and for Han and Matt's side of things, the Fellowship from Lord of the Rings. Uh, for training, you will just be giving the pit crew space crack. Uh, space crack is... Well, you can go back and listen to the ingredients. I'm not gonna um, allow this to leak out in case Mercedes are listening. Vin shall be creating chaos through his aggressive driving, thus allowing Han Solo to work his way through the pack, and you are predicting a one-two with Michael Schumacher, who's returned into his previous state, presenting the trophy.
1: That sounds about right. Yep,
0: yeah, I think I've I've taken the notes correctly. And Ali Storm, thank you very much for joining me. We'll catch up once the race is complete.
1: Thank you, Tim Borge. We'll see you after the race. And there we have it. The final
0: race of the season has been previewed. Ali Storm, what a sensational guest. I could not stop laughing at certain bits. Um, You may be able to figure out which bits got me the most. Uh, do they involve ashes? I will neither confirm nor deny. Madam slash sir slash whatever else it is. Again, please follow Ali Storm on social media. He's on Instagram at AliStorm21 on TikTok at a dot And any time you see his name on a lineup in Malta, go check him out. He's a lovely lad and a lovely comedian as well to boot. Follow the podcast on social media at Valtrypod. Follow me on social media, Tim Borge Comedian, Twitter, Instagram. TikTok as well now because I'm I'm, I'm trying to go on that with a bit of a grind, and we'll catch up with Ali again once the final race of the season is done. And who knows what happens after that? Ooh, bye bye.